internet just like that. So how's it going? Going well, thanks. Excellent. Uh, thanks for doing this. I really, really appreciate it. And and I I met you because of Squim. Uh, we were just talking a little bit. I met your partner Kevin at the NDPA conference in where was it? It must have been the one before Pittsburgh. That was Arizona. Um, I think he went out there. And it was your partner Kevin, right? That's what you're saying. That's right. So I thought it was you because I'm terrible with faces. Um, but yeah, uh, I remember he was talking about Squim, and Squim's a pool game, and it's really cool. Um, I, I think Squim is really neat. Yeah, so you can play Squim or use a Squim disc in a lot of different facilities. It doesn't need to be in the pool. You know, you could do it on the beachfront, or you know, you could do it in a lagoon. Or um, Kevin plays it outdoors in a um, in a lake. So there are some boundaries and such. So, but it's mainly a pool game. That's where most of the people do their swimming. So we're um, really trying to promote the game of swim, and then with that comes a, a lesson program and a way to better engage the community. It's, you know, I work a lot with public school kids and um, city kids and um, recreational type pools. So we're doing um, a lot of um, swim games. But then it's really a way to build up aquatic fitness and, and get the kids strong and safer in the water. And we always try to tie in a um, some themes with regards to water safety and aquatics. They just if you swim in a pool all the time, you don't know about rip currents and things like that. So can you explain how Squim works? The game? Sure. Sure. The game's um, a lot like um, ultimate frisbee in the pool. Right. And you know, there's two teams, no contact. And so it makes it a good game for um, older kids and younger kids or adults. Um, and um, there's you you um, pass a lot of quick passing. We play with camper rules so that a player can only hold a disc for three seconds. So they, they accept the pass or reach for it and grab it, and then they have to throw it right away. So there's a lot of passing and teamwork involved, and we use that for sportsmanship as well. But then um, you generally throw the disc, and it skims along the top of the water. The bottom is um, hydrodynamically with lift, so it goes like an air hockey puck. It's real fast. And um, the, the bottom presses the, the disc sort of against the, the water. So it's um, a little bit like water polo, but way easier. So it's easier to grab, easier to move. You can play in deep water, shallow water, or shallow deep. We put fins on the kids so that it keeps the um, speed of the game up, but it also helps with the swimming ability. And um, then you can score it uh, um, three different ways. One, if you buy the, the floating island um, premier goals. Um, they're a little expensive for everybody. You know, the backyard pool isn't going to get that. But, um, but if you're a bigger aquatic center, you know, hopefully you would invest in that. Um, some of the schools uh, have done that for phys ed. And then um, another way to score is just throw it in the gutter. We call that slot style. And depending on the way the, the pool is set up, you know, some pools have a nice big gutter. The, the disc goes in there sort of like a hockey goal. And, and then a third way is to play like ultimate Frisbee with an end zone. And um, generally with a swimming pool, it would be from the backstroke flags to the wall. That end period, you pass it and the teammate would grab the disc, lift it up. That would be, um, you know, a point or a touchdown. So um, it, it's a very flexible game that can be played a number of different ways. I mean, we played it at camp settings with 35 kids on us you know, in the pool at the same time, you know, or boys against the girls or, um, you know, camp counselors in there with the kids. So you often put on a headband so that, you know, um, you know, who's on your team and who's not, or who's in the game and who's not. Um, so, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fun game. And we kids can play this, um, you know, for 
an hour a day. You know, so it, it's it's um it's entertaining, engaging. It keeps their fitness levels up. They're they're working and and using teamwork. Gotcha. And if someone wants to play it, how do they get a hold of it? Well, um, the the disc is um, a little bit like a water frisbee. You know, it's being sold now commercially with eLifeGuard.com. You know, that's not part of the the nonprofit, but um, you know, what's where we refer people to. So yeah, you know, I'd pick up two or three discs for the family or for the team, and um, then they could check out our website. You know, if they Google swim, swim S K W I M, and then I I actually have a new um, site that I wanted to tell you about. We're just getting it worked, and I'd love to get your um, the people in, in water safety you know interested in this. If you go to S K W I M swim dot U S. We have a testing system there. So there's four 25-question quiz, and it's about water safety. So it's real simple, real easy. It'd be something that kids could do with their parent or their teacher and um, just sort of go through it. Um, you know, it's an, uh, free to use, and that's going to be part of our swim levels or swim levels so that you can um, advance to level one through five. Level five is actually getting um, your lifeguard certified. So um, level one is um, in our certification system or digital badge system. You would be able to swim 100 meters and go five minutes without touching the sides or bottoms. And wow. that pretty much doubles each time. So level twos, you're going about 250 yards or 200 meters and going for 10 minutes. And level three goes to the 500-yard distance, and you're going now for 20 minutes. And then up to um, level four, you're swimming a 1K. And going 40 minutes without stopping or touching bottom, you know. So, you know, we just think that the endurance is important, and the um, the distance is important, as well as the responsiveness, and that's the the quizzing that, that would go along at the same time. So we do a little quiz. We do it as a group sometimes. We set kids to take it home to work on with their parents, just so that they're going to have a better understanding of the overall aquatic um, landscape, um, more than just swimming in the pool. So, you know, I know why Kevin um, is obsessed with Squim because he invented it and obviously it's his thing. And uh, when I met him, he was super jazzed about it as I would be too if I came up with something cool like that, you know. But so it makes sense why he, you know, is trying to push it all the time and, you know, get get people engaged with it. Um, but but you came on in January. So what did you see about it that made you decide this was something you really wanted to, to latch on to? Well, I have a big competitive swimming background and water polo background, you know, and, and our kids in the city, you know, they want to um, play a game. So in swimming, there are certain kids that like the race, right. but there's really not an introductory game in swimming or aquatics that makes sense. See, water polo is just too tough. My, and right. my kids have played polo. I've coached polo. It, it's just, you know, physically demanding. It's all deep water all the time. The kids are spent after 30 seconds. You know, it's just way too tough. They're going to quit. So right. we need in our landscape of swimming and aquatics a fun game that everybody can play. And this really, I feel, fits that need. You know, it... it you know, sharks and minnows or, you know, other tag games are fun, but, but this is a little more, um, as, as, as a setting, it's, it's good for camp concerts. So when I went to the pool, we'd bring along a busload of kids and, you know, it's a crowded day. They didn't want us playing water polo and for good reasons in public swim, you know, the, the ball goes out and hits a stroller, you know, or the public lap swimmer. That's no good. So you have to have a confined area. You have to have all in water polo. All the kids have to be um, 
about the same age and abilities, and they have to be great swimmers to play water polo. But this is different. You know, so you can be on the bottom, you can be with fins. You know, it's um, on day one, we start playing the game with the kids in camp. They might not be able to put their head underwater. We'll put life jackets on them. So it's really a, a, a good engagement game. Then this summer, we went around to a lot of the country clubs and summer league teams around Western Pennsylvania and played. You know, so the lifeguards are in there playing with 10-year-olds, and everybody's having a good time. And, you know, that's, things like that would, would not happen in water polo or even a race. It's sort of like not fair, you know, to have a big kid race a little kid. You know, so, so racing is, is important, but, you know, gameplay is important, too. And I think this fills the need for the gameplay that, um, that, that will help, um, you know, drive more people to the pool. Yeah, I mean, we all know that it's a lot easier to exercise and do something, you know, physically engaging if there's a, a game aspect to it, right? If you can gamify your your fitness, then you can, you know, really increase your levels of engagement, how long you can go, you know, all those things. I think there's a bunch of studies on that. Definitely, yeah, and it's just fun, you know. So, um, and when we put the endurance factor in there, you know, the, the kids will swim a little bit, you know, but. It, then it turns into a wrestling match. Not hey, with you know, let's play swim. Let's really um, build up our capacity to to swim for m more minutes, more distance, um, be stronger in the water. So you come from a, a coaching background, right? That's right. Uh, how long did you coach for? So I've been um, coaching since 1976. Yeah, I spent nine years in college settings. Um, a lot of um, club swimming. I've coached in four or five different states. We, we published some some. Um, magazines and some um, articles and, and some books on, on coaching too. So, and, and what made you decide to get into that in 1976? You know, it, it was a job, you know, um, it grew out of the lifeguarding and, um, you know, I just loved the water. I love sport. And I actually had some awesome mentors when I was young in my career. So um, some people took me under their wings. I was able to be their assistant coach. Um, I went to Ohio University. The, the head coach there, um, you know, helped me, you know, tremendously. He was, I was the assistant coach, you know, so I would help with the team. Um, I really fell in love with the sport and all the, you know, the benefits that swimming provide, you know. So, um, so I've just sort of been able to make a career about, you know, swimming and publishing and, and doing community things and doing some outreach. Nice. And so what what's the nonprofit you were talking about? So um, there is a nonprofit. It's just at the incubator stages, um, Squim USA. And we're, you know, trying to evangelize, you know, the, the activity, the sport, you know, the water safety parts. And so we're working on um, some some programs that we could go out and, and introduce it to the coaches at clinics or to introduce it, you know, at teams or, or have some competitions. So we're trying to um, interact with a lot of, um, you know, recreational type settings that might like to add, you know, more spice to their programs and offerings, you know, and they call me, you know, we'll try to maybe set up a demo game in your area or, you know, we'll work with you on the phone or with, it, with our, um, you know, utilities and, and help you get the confidence so that you can start doing this. You know, even with playing um, lifeguard training, you know, it was, a, um, it was like an awesome swim activity. Hey, you know, every, once a week, lifeguards come together. We're going to have a, a staff meeting and also we're going to do some fitness. You know, and by the way, let's play swim. And then um, that would be a, a great way to introduce swim, you know, to your community that has some benefit for your staff, you know, for, um, you know, your water safety, um, you know, environments. 
So I know kind of what Kevin's plan was when, when, you know, he was, I'm sure he's still involved, right? Obviously. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. So, but I'm sure that when you came on in January, you had some new ideas where you wanted to take it. Well, yeah, I, I think the competitive swim areas um, are in a bit of a crisis. You know, there's a big turnover. Kids swim for a while and then they drop out. Right. And, um, once they get older and they're really hooked, you know, those are the, the more elite senior swimmers. You know, they stay with, with a few years. But but there's a lot of churning where kids age 10 and 11 might swim for a season or a, a couple months and then they quit. You know, so I think there's a, a, a future to get competitive swim teams playing swim as part of their regular um, monthly schedule. You know, recovery days, of course, but also just to bring a friend to practice day and, and to get some parents and guardians and mentors and even the coaches playing the game and interacting with the kids. Because, you know, you can you can swim another hour, but, you know, if the kids would look forward to playing swim maybe every other Friday as, a, as an activity or maybe after the meet. We all go back to the pool, we'll take out the lane lines, and we, we organize some swim games. So, you know, the next year or so, I want to get to the um, the heads of the, the swim coaches that, hey, this game is a, is a viable community activity for outreach, you know, for your team's kids and also for, um, you know, for your lesson program and, and for um, other activities that could happen around the pool. You know, so then I think we can retain more kids in the sport. And um, maybe we can even get some of them to play water polo when they get to be older, you know, like college age and such. So um, I'm excited about reaching swimming teams as a, one of my um, prime efforts in the, in the months to come. And you, you still coach? Yeah. So I'm coaching um, in, in this um, city here. It was all it was a, um, a girls' school where I coached last year, too. And, you know, we're doing some programs here in the city. And um, I'm also excited. I'm going out to four or five different community um, standing gigs. So every other week we'll be going to, to Moon Township and to Mount Lebanon and to South Park and to Chartres Valley. And we're, um, you know, using SQUIM as an avenue to um, – just to have some good community fun recreational things. And, and those swim teams have um, allowed me to come in on, on a regular basis throughout the month to, um, to, to play with the kids and to have a, um, a different type of practice. And how has swim gone with the kids that you coach personally? Yeah, that, um, it, it works. You know, every, everybody likes it. You know, everybody's in the whole time. And, um, you know, there's people um, – you know, just, uh, I think, enjoy the gameplay, you know. And um, so we would have the kids for three and a half hours in the afternoons for 27 days in the summer. And that's a long time to swim. Yeah. You know, so Sure, we would do a little academic stuff and, and we would do some um, talking and storytelling and, and, and safety issues. But, but then when we get into water, there'd be a little bit of a lesson and then it's gameplay. And they, after... Um, you know, the first session, you know, people are enjoying it. They're, they're able to be productive. They're able to help with their team and we are able to escalate it. And, um, the, the play gets, um, you know, much more refined, much better. You know, kids get roles in their teams. Um, you know, it, the boys and girls are in there together. So, you know, it's just a lot of fun. And so, um, you know, w we can turn to swim, you know, every day for a month and still find, um, ways to get the kids really engaged and jazzed up about swimming and, and they're working hard that's awesome 
So tell me about the Create Literate Olympians Here campaign. Yeah, so um, uh, the publishing background of myself is, um, you know, I just think literacy is important, you know, and, and reading, you know, reading about, you know, the old days of swimming or reading about the superstars or reading about, you know, the, um, the new things. So, so I've um, done a lot of publishing. We, we, we take a lot of photos and videos of the kids, you know, in the gameplay, but then we try to document what they're doing. Yeah, hey, you did a nice float or you did a nice streamline. Let's take a picture of that. Let's put it on a, um, a wiki page or a website, and then let's have that serve as a, um, as a bit of a textbook so that other kids later could see how you did it and how they could do it too. So we'll invent new moves in the pool or um, have, you know, a fun time, you know, who can do three somersaults in a row? Let's videotape it. You get the camera out. Everybody's on the best behavior. Everybody's trying their hardest. You know, we take a couple of them, put them um, up into a textbook. It's sort of an e-record type thing. And then, you know, the kids feel proud about their accomplishment, but then they're also learning, well, how did you do that? You know, how does the, the web you know, work with the video and work with the text. And, and then we have always have asked the kids to do a lot of, um, you know, creative writing or, um, you, you know, verbalize. How did, how did practice go today? And here's a clean sheet of paper. We have some Android tablets. The kids are sort of working on expressing themselves and being more literate, and, you know, as we go. So, you know, that um, literacy part is, um, important to us. It's, it's, and it's somewhat hard to mix the paper and the wetness and the water and the pool all together. But, but um, I think it's, um, it's important to, you know, stretch the kids' imagination and, and get them to illustrate some things and get them to have some ownership of the task and the, the, um, the, the fun that they're having. And, and then to be able to document it and record it and, and, um, and share it to other kids. So you came from a publishing background originally? Well, yeah, I went to school for journalism, and okay. that's when I, I coached. So I've always been trying to to do some weird marriage between publishing cool. and sport, especially swimming. Well, I mean, sports uh, journalism is a big thing. You know, I mean, that's that's not too far of a stretch, you know. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm less in, in, engaged in, you know, who won this week's <laughs> games, but, right. um, but I'm more engaged in, you know, the how-to parts of it. That, that, that makes good sense. And I, I know you put out what you said is the first sports ebook. Is that right? Oh yeah. Well, back in um, by 1989, um, mm -hmm. we were working with coaches in Alabama, and um, they had a season's worth of workouts on spreadsheets, and and so we published the book of the the, the practices, and then we're able to um, you know include it for an option, you know, and that was when the the floppy inch, you know, three and a half inch, yeah. you know, so that was a long time ago. But yeah, I don't think anybody else was ever publishing electronic books, you know, with content, you know, like like what we were able to do and, and hook up with some of the coaches and and share, you know, the the technology and share the um, the ideas, you know, contained in how, how these practices were working. Very cool. Well, I think swim is an awesome game. Um, I you know I've watched videos of it. I think it's really neat. You know, I think the you know any kind of in the pool. Um, you know, water engagement that's kind of gamified and can, you know, make kids more active in the water is a good idea. And, you know, I, I think there is potential for it to kind of go where you guys are hoping and it becomes a, kind of a staple for their backyard. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we need some help, you know, so if um, you want to learn to play a little bit better and we can, 
have a, um, a foundation of rules so that uh, you can come to Pittsburgh and play and sort of understand, hey, this is the same rules that they play in Seattle or the same rules that we learned, you know, in my hometown. Then that'd be that'd be that'd be you know really sweet because then it would be um, a little more unified and um, a little more able to be shared. Yeah, and are you guys hoping to eventually make this a like a, a competitive sport? I think so, right? Yeah, especially with swim teams, or maybe we can get it to the senior game somewhere, or maybe we could get it um, to um, to a scholastic level. But you know, it's going to be. Um, you don't really want to replace water polo, but, um, you, you know, it could be more like for um, kids in grades five, six, seven, eight, you know, especially. And then I think it becomes a smoother sailing to water polo. You know, we've we played it with triathletes. So we'll have a, a triathlon for, um, swim, open swim type practice. And then, OK, now we're going to put on the headbands and we're going to break up in the teams and we'll play a game of swim. And it sort of then it becomes a little bit of an endurance game. And, but the triathletes love it, too. So, um yeah, I could see us doing this at the, um, a lot of different venues sort of as an add-on activity. What, what does it look like when adult athletes play squim? Yeah, um, often, you know, a, a lap swim is just people come in, they stay in their lane, they hardly socialize, you know, unless they, they get grumpy because somebody got in their way. You know, but, but this is wide open, it's friendly, it's social, it's... Um, but, but there's still all different types of players, right? You know, there, there are some people that are going to be, you know, getting it right away. And, but um, it's, um, I, I like it for the, you know, it's a, a social impact game. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's you're, you're making friends, you're, you're talking to people, your head is up, you're, um, you know, you're passing, you know, you know, you're just having fun, you know, and it's not, um, you know, you know, so stressful, but it's still a good way to, to enjoy themselves and, uh, um, and to pull out afterwards. So yeah, there are some definitely in, in certain cities they'll play, um, you know, bocce or they'll play kickball or they'll play um, other, you know, flag football and softball leagues. You know, I could see this being a, um, a game you know, that especially the, the young professional groups in towns and cities across the country, you know, could maybe say, Hey, we got a pool over here. Let, let's make it a, um, a an activity. Um, in our city, we have a group called pump. And they have a Pittsburgh Sports League. So, you know, we've attempted to try it with them. But um, maybe this next summer when we have a, um, a few more friendly pools where the equipment's just always established, we could keep the pool open for an extra an hour or two and have a, an ongoing league that would be for swim. I'd be curious to see what high-level swim play looks like. You know, really, you know, elite, we'll call it, you know, with, uh, you know, people who are athletic, who swim well, who, who know the game. You know, that'd be interesting to see, you know. Yeah, in a certain way, uh, I'm more interested in getting, you know, the masses doing it. You know, right, yeah. You know, and here we are in Pittsburgh, it's starting to rain because of Florence's, you know, aftermath. You know, there are 35 million people on flood alert, you know, in, in our part of the country. You know, so, you know, geez, if you can't swim 200 yards, you know, you might need to do that, you know, with your family you know, to be safe. You know, so there's just a, 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 on one hand, you have the elite levels are, are sort of fun and, or, you know, um, glorified. But, you know, that's I'm trying to make swim, you know, the base of the pyramid, you know, something that's going to get kids excited to, to go back to the pool and to keep going back to the pool and and uh, um, and to play, play further and longer. No, that makes perfect sense. Um, I love Pittsburgh, by the way. Um, I went up there for the uh, 
NDPA planning uh, for the conference. And I, I, I don't know what impression I thought I had of it, but what it ended up being was so much better. You know, when you come out of that tunnel, you know, through the bridge and, you know, it was, I think it was nighttime and you see the whole city. Amazing, amazing place. You know, not as old as I thought it was, you know, amazing food. Um, I was just a big fan overall. It's a, it's a really cool town. Well, thanks. Yeah. We're proud of our city. Come on. Yeah. back. Um, <laughs> you know, we got the three rivers. We got to be, you know, safe everywhere in Ronton, you know, and we all, we have a lot of public pools too. I sort of call that the fourth river of, of Pittsburgh, all our network of school pools and um, recreational pools and even, you know, small community pools. So, um, yeah, Pittsburgh's, a, you know, water time. Perfect. So is there anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? No, I'd, I'd love to get an, you know, an email or interaction with um, your viewers. Um, you know, you can Google SQUIM, S-K-W-I-M, or um, the new site that we're working on now is SQUIM.us, and it has the, those four quizzes. And if you are a teacher or you want to use it with your classroom or something to that effect, you know, feel free to, to use it, jump on board, um, you know, be a, um, you know, help us, you know, grow the sport, but also help us, you know, stay safe and create, you know, tomorrow's lifeguards. Yeah. Well, you can, uh, this will be up on Facebook as soon as we're done Great. on our, you know, Lifesaver Pool Fence Facebook page. So, you know, you can go on there, you can, you know, leave comments, you can talk to everybody. So. Great. Perfect. Well, there. thanks Mark. I really appreciate it, man. You know, good luck with Squim. Tell, Ke tell Kevin, I said, hi. Uh, he was, uh, he's my kind of guy. He's intense and he's, you know, obsessed with what he's doing, which is my kind of people. So uh, I liked him a lot. So. Tell him I said, hey, and we'll talk again soon. Great. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks, everybody. Have a good one.